the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Welcome to the show. We are right in the middle of episode three, which is Strength for Tomorrow. This was a talk given live in Grove City to a group of women. Enjoy. So there, that is the joy in suffering, you know? And, and it's not that in that moment you're giddy. No, in that moment you're like, okay, I can have some joy today because he's with me. And he's going with me. I'm taking my Bible with me. I interviewed a lady on the show yesterday, not yesterday, what's today? Saturday, okay, that would have been Thursday. I interviewed a lady on the show Thursday, and she said when she got the call from hell, which was a a car accident that her daughter was in on 70, she said she grabbed her Bible and raced to the hospital. And, And when they said, you cannot go in and see your daughter, she said, I'm going in and I'm taking the word. And it was such a powerful I thought, wow, I love that mom. <laughs> you know, she knew she just needed that with her. And her daughter was there with me, too, to, to testify. But in, in Psalm 30:10, it says, Hear, O Lord, and be merciful to me. Lord, be my help. You turn my wailing into dancing. You remove my sackcloth. You clothe me with joy that my heart may not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give you thanks forever. I love that. You clothed me. You removed my sackcloth. You turned my wailing to dancing you know, he knows, he knows. There's, you know, there's some different kinds of suffering. I think about, it's really in the suffering and those things that keep us from the joy of the Lord. And you have, you have tests, you have trials, and you have temptations. And if you're in a test, that's actually God, God kind of prompted it. And he's kind of testing you. And he's checking your character. He's seeing if you've been tending to that apple tree. He's seeing if you've been growing these fruits that he expects you to grow. And when he tests you, it's an, you're in a hard spot. But what it does is it draws you near to God. So ask yourself, okay, am I in a test right now? Because if I'm in a test right now, I'm actually, I'm drawing near to God. And I'm saying, God, I want to pass this test. And it's really hard, and I want to have the fruit of the Spirit, and I want to be right there with you. If it's a trial, it's just long. It's long. A trial could be a grief. A trial could be an illness. A trial can be a sorrow. A trial is when you're baptized in fire. (laughs) You all know baptism in water, right? Well, baptism in fire is when you go through a long trial, and you do not deny the Lord, and you stay close to him. And so, so, you know, famine is hard, but without God, it's harder. And trials are long, 
but without God, they're a lot longer. And when you're in a trial, it also draws you close to the Lord. You can say, God, I'm in a trial, but I'm going to choose you day after day. I'm going to go to that chair day after day. And then there's temptations. And how you know it's a temptation in your life is if it draws you away from God. If it's drawing you away from God, then you know you, you have a temptation. And so you can go to God and say, God, here's the temptation and I need your help. And work it out with him. But in, in, in a trial, you know, that's really where we're formed sometimes. That's really where God speaks to us in this special new way. It's the fellowship. It's the fellowship of his suffering. You know, he, he knew all of this suffering, and in that suffering, we can fellowship with him, right? You know, I, I remember we were sitting on the couch. It was 10 o'clock at night, and we're, I think we were watching the British baking show, you know, something mindless, because have you ever watched a show, but you're in such shock that your brain is over here? Like you're in trauma, but this is just white noise on just so you can maybe distract yourself for a minute from the pain that you're in. And so I'm sitting there, and I've just been um, told that I have to have a double mastectomy, and we're looking up all the, I mean, who knew? There's all these types. So we're looking up, you know, Googling all these different types and what the recovery and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm just, my husband's here, just, you know, you're reeling, you're looking at your calendar, you know. (laughs) How do you fit? How do you fit these things into your calendar? They don't fit, do they? And you're, you're looking there. And we get, we get a, my husband said, there's somebody at the door. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to the door. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's the last thing I'm doing is going to the door right now. And who's at the door? <laughs> right? And he says, it's going to be good. It's okay. So we go down to the door. And it's one of my best friends. And she has three boxes of Godiva chocolate and they are this big (laughs) and her husband is there (laughs) and she says you can eat all you want (laughs) and she says I'll never forget it she says I choose you Jennifer and I'm like wow and so I carry you know carry up in my house coat you know carry the chocolates up and I sit down there and polish off a whole box (laughs) with a utter abandon, right? She gave me full permission. So I'm eating all this. But I sat there and I thought, you know, I choose the Lord and the Lord chooses me and the Lord chooses you. Do you think about that? That is the joy in suffering is that in this really, really hard place that you're in, the Lord looks at you and says, but I choose you and I choose to be close to you and I, I choose to comfort you. And, and then we get to choose him in that. We can say, God, I'm going to choose you. And then you're close. And that's why I remember that Godiva moment. Not, you know, chocolate, you always remember your good chocolate moments, right? Oh, I love this. Psalm 51. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant a willing spirit to sustain me. You know, he can even restore the joy. He can restore that. I, I remember in Kenya, we went to visit the Kakamega girls. And the Kakamega girls were in prison, and they were there from us, all sorts of things that they had participated in. And these girls, I mean, some of them had killed somebody, some of them had, many of them had killed people, they had stolen, they had, it, this was not a small place to be, it was not 
there was not a lot of hope. And there we were. They didn't even have underwear. Like, you know, you can imagine being in prison here. You cannot hardly imagine being in prison there. They didn't have underwear on. They were sitting on the dirt floor with no underwear when we come. And I'm just sharing with them, thinking, God, I don't even know what I'm going to say to them, right? And they're looking at you with big eyes like, I dare you. I just dare you say something to me that would help because this is awful. And then they're allowed to have their children four and under. So then there's these babies. And, you know, I'm standing there and I'm telling them, I said, you know, right before the cross, Peter, they're in the, they're in the garden. You know, the disciples, they can't even pray for one hour, you know, and, and Judas comes, they come to take Christ to, to betray, he betrays him with a kiss. That's a suffering, isn't it, when someone betrays you and you feel like they betray you with a kiss. And so what does Peter do? Peter just like, he pulls that sword out and lops off the ear. And I love, I just love Peter in that moment. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. You were like defending the Lord. You know, he was like, he's mine and get away. You guys get out of here. You cannot take my Lord. I love Peter's passion. I just love him in that moment. And Jesus is like, okay, hold on just a second. Gets the ear and puts it back on and heals it. And I just think about that scene. And so I shared that scene with them. And I told him, you know, you may have lopped off the ear, you know, but Jesus put it back on. Jesus healed it, didn't he? And even in our mistakes, even in our passions, even in our, you know, things that we do, God, he was still right there (laughs) with Peter. He's, I mean, really, Jesus should have been like, hey, guys, I'm the one being betrayed here. And anybody focus on me, you can't even pray, you can't even, no, no, but Jesus is always amazing, isn't he? And I think about our sufferings, and and these girls, by the end of the time, many of them accepted Christ, and then they sang, and they danced, and what was really special, they had nothing to offer us, and we brought them soap, we brought them chairs, so they had something to sit on, and we brought them, like, um, juice, all kinds of stuff, they were so excited about that, and so I think they were thinking, but we have nothing now to bring you guys, right? And they made us, so, so, after, so, so after they've gotten saved, and we've, we've prayed together, we've danced, then they made us sit down like we were at a fancy table, and they made us a chicken dinner, imaginary. And so they showed us they were patting it, and then they fried it, and then they put a plate out, and they got a glass, and then they served us, and they said, thank you so much, we want you to enjoy it. And, and then we ate <laughs> this imaginary meal. And celebrated with them. And there was so much joy in that room, in that moment, in the suffering, in the, you know, we were in the cross. We were in all of it together with them. And so I think there can be joy in suffering. It says in Luke 5, 16, Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and he prayed. And I think there's joy in those, in that lonely, lonely place, don't you? It's when you go to that lonely, hard place and you pray and you just begin to tell the Lord. And and I think here's a little exercise that you can do at home because you're going to either lose your joy with your mouth or you're going to keep your joy with your mouth. (laughs) It can happen in a second, right? You know, you could go from being happy one moment and then somebody else is rude to you. Now you're, and it's our mouth where we can. But if you can go to the Lord in this lonely place 
And what I think you can begin to do, and if you can get your mouth out loud, there's a power that'll break. It'll, you'll, you'll just bust through. But, and, and for me, I'm so wound, I have to walk. So, so when, I'm, when I'm praying like this, I, I have a hard time in my chair. So I don't know about you, maybe you, you, how you want to do this. But I, I like to walk and I pray and I say, God, I want to just tell you who you are to me. Who, I'm choosing you right now. And I just begin to declare and tell him, God, you are my comfort. You are my healer. You are my everything. You are, and you know, I love you. And I just get that all out. How great he is to me. And then how thankful I am. And I thank him. I thank him for everything. Everything. You can go around your house. You can walk around your house. And God, I thank you for the kitchen table. And I thank you for the washer and the dryer. And God, I thank you for the curtains. And I thank you for that photo of my family. And I thank you. But when you do that, now you have entered in. You have entered into his presence. You have entered into his place. And if you can get it out of your mouth, you'll get some freedom. And joy will come. Oh, I hope you are enjoying the Strength for Tomorrow series. That was episode three. But stay with me, would you? Because I have a wonderful woman coming up, and I know you're going to love her testimony. Go to JenniferJackson.com on the break. You are listening to Simply for Women. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.